You just accessed Shekinah Glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Tracy Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. When I was asking him, Lord, what is it that you want me to share with your people? And he began to share with me about change. And he said, that's the reason why a lot of people are having challenges in their life, pursuing destiny, pursuing purpose, and pursuing their greatness because they're afraid of change. And I said, God, give me some more illustrations. So he began to share with me. Uh, the Bible says the tradition of man makes the word of God to not affect. So he gave me that as an illustration. I'm like, so what are you saying about this? And he began to show me how usually what happens with tradition what is it what is it what's tradition doing it's fighting change that's all it is you know like you might grow up in a church i'll use church for an example and uh, women were never wear, were allowed to wear pants so all of a sudden when somebody come through the door with pants on everybody flipped the script you know wow oh, what never seen it never tried to figure out whether it was god or not but just know that this, this don't look right it changed resistant to change tears up homes it tears up relationships. He was showing me how even in a marriage, if one person is changing and the other person is resisting change, you're going to have some serious frictions. There's going to be some problems. Well, you never went to church like that before. What? Well, I got God, and I didn't have God when we got saved. I'm using examples. Uh, the mother with the daughter, now she's 16, but you still want to treat her like she's five. Now that relationship is having some problems because you can't embrace change. And nothing remains the same but God. Okay. God and change is the only thing that's consistent. God and change. God, matter of fact, God himself doesn't change. But guess what? His methods do. So why do you have a church that's not growing at a standstill a lot of times? Because people are so used to certain things to when it causes me to have to change. Now I got to come out of my comfort zone. Don't feel good. So I'm fighting. Do you know in order to go to the next level, wherever you want to go in your life, it's going to take change? It's going to take intentional change. And let me give you a nugget. You can fight it if you want to, but you can, you're going to go two, it's going to be two ways. You can either, either it can be forcefully or willingly, but change is going to take place. I was thinking of an illustration, but I didn't have time to shoot it to Tamara, but I was going to show you guys a picture of, of, of someone as a baby, then as an adult. Now, if that person is 40 years old and they still look like every feature of them as a baby, that person is retarded, something wrong. Yeah. You're trying to go get somebody some help. Yeah. And it should be spiritually that you can look back over your life and see your spiritual baby pictures versus your spiritual mature pictures yeah. and can see there's a difference. The Lord was ministering to me and I wrote a few things down, but most people don't manage change effectively and positively. Most people are afraid to initiate positive change that would make a significant difference and push them into their destiny. For an example, y'all looking like, well, she, what is she talking about? I, I'm just, I'm trying to give you some practical good wisdom to help somebody. I know you grew up procrastinating and getting by on the system, but now that I have the word of God, now that I am making a decision to be saved, come to a church where the word is going forth, I have to decide to allow myself to change my old way of thinking concerning my habits. I have to do it. If we're waiting on God to do it, ask any church person. Say, I'm praying over this man. I'm praying over this bad attitude. I'm praying. I'm just praying. I'm praying over. I'm praying, Lord. I'm praying for me to be a better, good financial steward. You can pray, 
But you're going to have to make up your mind to whatever changes I need to make. It could be as simple as I'm going to decide that I'm not going to be a, a stingy person anymore. I'm going to make myself so seed. Okay, y'all. I was thinking today, too. I've been doing a lot of thinking. That, that poverty spirit, is a, that's a demon. And he's serious. Do you know when that poverty spirit clutches you, it will paralyze you so that you can't distinguish whether it's God or the devil? People, I've heard people say, for real, though, you ain't even got to pray about it. If you got the money in your hands and the budget need to be met, what you praying about? Meet the need and trust God. We ain't even going to get as deep as, you know, how much should I give? You know the devil didn't tell you to do that. But when you're resistant to change because you've always had to hold on to every dollar, you're going to, like they say, you're going to hold on to the eager holler. And the sad thing about that, because you're resisting change, nothing can come in. My coach was challenging us. She said for the next 30 days, which I heard Pastor Rex say this last week, but she said if it's not but a dollar, give a dollar away every day just to get yourself used to getting it out your hands. Okay, y'all looking at me. And which Pastor challenged us this last week for seven days. Some probably didn't pay any attention, but he challenged. But when she said that, that was a confirmation to me. She was like, just, 30, just a dollar a day. Just leave it in the, in the driveway at the drive-thru. Leave it in a book. Put it some. Give it to somebody. Give it to a child. Do something just to get your reframe your mind. It's time for a change. The way I'm thinking about money. But guess what? Somebody, somebody ain't gonna do it. See, let me tell you about change. Change takes commitment and it takes consistent action. Because in order to change, you're gonna have to break old habits. And old habits, they're not easy to break. You guys. Okay, y'all looking at me in this tone of voice. I know you, you wanted to holler tonight. See, you, you'll be able to holler when you embrace change and go into your wealthy place. When you embrace change and you start noticing the attitude, when I used to would slap the hell out of you. Excuse me, I ain't mean to cuss because somebody thought I was cussing in church. I don't do that anymore because I made a decision to change for the better because, see, what I was doing wasn't helping me. Because, see, when I hold on to the foolishness, guess what? That's hurting me more than you. That's like, as they say, I know y'all have heard this, that's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die when you hold it on to this food. You're not worth it. But if I wasn't embracing change, guess what I'd be doing? I'd still be fighting, cussing. Everything else I used to do, would be, the only thing it would be doing is hindering my growth and me from going into my destiny. So in order to embrace destiny, the person that God called you to be, you're going to have to change. We are going to have to change. Bottom line. The Lord was telling me I didn't want to do the live stream, which I, I could care less about that stuff. But then I noticed it was Sunday. At first, I wasn't going to watch the video, and then I did, and I was trying to be hard on myself, and God was like, just leave that alone. Just renew your mind. I'm, I'm working with you. I'm going to show you what to do. Just don't think about that. But I was thinking about this. I'm like, God, I said, I was looking at the comments, and God said, and I just started reading through some things while I was sitting there, and he began to share with me. He said, but see, to go to that next level, if you didn't overcome that word about what the people say syndrome, you couldn't go in. Because everybody out of a thousand and some people, everybody ain't going to like you. Somebody might talk about your stomach. Somebody going to do it. It's going to be some folks who are going to do it. But if you said that I called you to the nations and you go going to the nations, you can't go like that. And I can truly say I didn't care. I said, okay, God, I, whatever, whatever. Okay, y'all looking at me in this tone of voice. You're saying the kind of person you want to be. You're saying you want to run this multi-million dollar corporation, but you're still worried about people on the bottom. You refuse to change. He can't even trust you to sow a decent seed into the ministry. How is he going to trust you with a multi-million dollar business? And, and, and the lie that people tell themselves is as I get more, I'm going to change. That's not how that works. We have to start where we are. 
And nobody can rescue you from, from change. I wish it was like that. But change is going to come. I, that's why I was thinking, you know what? I like the fact that I have trained myself to embrace changes. Now, sometimes it's hard. All change doesn't feel good. For an example, I'll use myself. When I was growing up, I loved to be in the house with my parents when you could smell the Thanksgiving turkey. Okay, y'all not hearing this. You in the room and you know you just, it's just a, at my house. It was a peaceful, good, you know, daddy watching a ball game, mama cooking dinner. You know, those were for me. Now, everybody childhood, that was a good feeling during the holidays. Everybody might be mad and daddy got the B.B. King playing and he drinking his uh, Jack Daniel and, and, and the cigars and, you know, mama cooking dinner. To me, that was a good feeling. I mean, nobody act like they might have been mad, but during those times, they wasn't. That was a good feeling. But guess what, though? Change came. So now I got to embrace my new, my new normal, my new change. My, my mother-in-law don't cook dinner at 1 o'clock on Thanksgiving like Mama did. Okay, y'all looking at me in this tone of voice. Christmas time, we would get up every Christmas at the crack of dawn, opening up gifts, and by 2 o'clock, we eating dinner. My, my folks my, on this side, they don't do that. They open up their presents about 9 or 10 o'clock at night. And they eat dinner by 8. O'clock at night, 6 or 7 or 8. They, you know... No, I'm talking about at night. They might eat at 7, 8, or 9. Whatever time everybody come to the house and start eating, you know, it's going to be after 5. You can believe that just about. I'll put it to you that way. I mean, it was a culture shock for me, and then we get together, and everybody go in the living room at about 8 or 9 o'clock to open up gifts. Like, really? This was a culture shock. But guess what, though? I started embracing the change. I couldn't even got with it or fought it. Been at home by myself looking, because guess what? The old, the old reality that I used to live in, it's gone. What are you saying? Some things will pass you by because you're so busy focusing on the old. You can't embrace the new. And, and as the songwriter said, change is good. And it's working for me when you let it. Everything is not going to remain the same. Matter of fact, anything that's growing, it has to change. Sometimes I know Christina think I'm, she be, mama, I be looking at my baby. Here lately, for real, I said, she's like, mama, what's wrong with you? I, be like, I was like, the other day she came home, she was looking at me, trying to let, I'm like, where you come? Mama, stop talking like that. But I'm looking at her as she's changing. She's a teenager. I said, you look like a teenager. What am I supposed to look like? So the day I took her to the bank to show her how to, she opened up her savings and checkers account. She had some checks, and I took her in there to show her how to do some things. And I'm looking around, I'm like, wow, you know, this is a change, man. But I'm embracing it. And I told her, I said, I said Christina, I said, I'm getting you ready. Well, Mama, now you ain't got to rush me like, I said, no, you're getting up out of here. <laughs> but I had to learn to embrace the change. There was one time in my life I would say things like, man, I don't want my children to grow up. Any of y'all at that stage were used to thinking that I've been there. But guess what? I hate to give you the news. They're gonna, and if they don't, something is wrong. I had to make that transition, that change is coming. You know, tonight we came and Zenobia said, uh, I ain't used to seeing Rex Jr. in the front seat. I'm like, well, we're going to have to get used to it. Because a couple of more years, it's time to went on by. I was like, Christina might not be here. So on the way here, I said, Rexy, I said, uh, well, I guess we might have to get used to this, Christina. Well, she might not go, Mama. I said, we, change coming. I'm just going to tell you, change is going to come. Whether you want it to come or not, whether she go to college or not, she might decide she want to move to somewhere and get... Hey, and see, a lot of times, oh, I just heard that. You stunt other people's growth from change when you won't change. That's like the parent who wants the child to be 12, that she's 18. 
If you haven't trained her by now, don't let your fears keep her from living and walking in her destiny. My child ain't going off to school. Why they not? Now, unless that's what's, you know, in your heart and God is leading you on that path, nothing's wrong with that. But don't let it be your fears of change while you keep somebody confined. Okay. I'll never forget when I left Alabama and went to California. You're talking about change. The whole atmosphere was different. I had to learn how to flow differently. You can't walk around looking lost out there. Okay, y'all looking at me in this tone. That's why some children got to stay with their parents because you don't train them for the real world. You keep them right there with you as long as you can. Because the real world, baby, you can't walk around looking lost, not, not in these cities. You can't do that in Fayetteville, really. It's, it's hard doing that around here. But when you prepare for change, y'all heard that? Prepare. When you prepare it for change, life won't knock you down so hard. You know who this is for. Even in relationships, Sister Moore, if you got one person changing and the other person resisting, you're going to have some problems. I would submit that's why a lot of people get divorced. If they would tell the truth, because once one person, I done told you I ain't taking it no more. I'm not the same girl I used to be. Okay, let me talk about the man. The man might say, I'm not that person anymore. I'm not going to take this anymore. They keep telling you until one day you wake up and love don't live here anymore. Really, it happens because people decide they're not going to, to change. And let me give you another nugget. You can't force anybody to change that don't want to. Now, I will say this prayer do change. I believe this. Now, you can pray that God will touch the heart and mind, the heart of the king. I'm gonna pray. But, but if that, 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 that spirit is so stubborn that they made up their mind, they don't want to hear from God, what you going to do when they come for you? What can you do? Think about in your personal life. Why would you buck change? Matter of fact, I'm rebelling against my old person, my old nature, my old, because I know the Tracy that I used to be didn't, didn't get me where I need to be. She couldn't do it, not with the attitude she had, not with the way she acted, not with her mindset. It wouldn't work with what God is getting ready to do manifest in my life. Think about it. If what you was doing was working, why would you need Jesus? And if he's calling you out, that he's calling you to something greater than where you are and what you're doing right now. The greatness, what did I tell you, is hidden on the inside of you. Your future is not ahead of you. Your future and your greatness is hidden on the inside of you. And what's going to bring it out? The change. Stop fighting the change. And I remember growing up, it don't feel good when you're in the change, especially that growing stage between, you know, you want to be grown but you're still a kid, baby. You got your driver's license, but that don't mean you, grow, you, can't, you can't go nowhere when you want to. You can't do it unless mama give you some keys. You ain't going nowhere. But your mind telling you, okay, and what she's probably telling you until I see some changes, you won't be driving nowhere by yourself. I can't trust you to back on the floor. How am going to trust you that if I tell you to go to Walmart, you might be at Kroger somewhere on the other side of town. Change is not bad, you guys. Change is not bad because I'm going to tell you, if we don't embrace it, if you don't be proactive about it, well, you will end up with something that you don't, do not want because the change is coming. Okay, y'all looking at me. I was thinking today, God knows, I promise you I'm not trying to be a teenager. I do not feel 48. Where these years came from, I don't know, but they came. I don't know. Somebody else might can tell me. I don't know where they came from. But seriously, though, I don't feel over 25. I'm just telling y'all the truth. I don't. I don't. And I'm not trying. I'm not one of them old folks that's scared to get old and, like, want to look like a teenager. I just don't. I don't let my mind get old. I keep my stuff fresh. Okay, y'all looking at me in this tart of us. I just don't. My mind don't think old. It don't. But guess what, though? Pretty soon, I'm going to hit 50, so that puts you in a different mark with the doctors and everything. It's coming. 
So I'm being proactive about my change. I'm going to keep exercising. I'm going to keep eating right so I can look good as the change coming through. Or I can be in that group who get the 50. Now you got the back pain, the foot pain, the leg pain, and talking about that's all it aging. You hear this all the time. Y'all looking at me in this tone of voice because the change is coming. Matter of fact, right now, either you're you going forward or you're going backwards because we're revolving. Right? Did y'all know the earth is revolving right now? Whether you feel it or not, it's revolving. I was thinking about Denise going off to school. I said, well, Lord, my baby is gone. But I had to re embrace this change. I'm going to have to trust God with her. I can't let, because see, there was a time, though, for real, though, I would have been like some of these other parents. I would have been in a panic. Just the thought of her being there, we not knowing whether she going to bed tonight or not. And I had to tell Christina, son, I said, dog, I said, Denise, go. And I said, baby, I said, a couple of more years. I said, you're going to have to make these decisions. Be nobody let her tell you to go to bed. And in college, they could care less whether you come to class or not. They don't care. You want to know why? Because you done, you done paid that money, you're going to pay some more when you fail that class and come back. But guess what? As parents, we got to embrace that change. We got to embrace it. Okay, my child in kindergarten, guess what? Now she don't want you walking her to the door. She growing up. Change is coming. You looking her, standing at the door, because I know mine's did me like this, standing at the door. They like, here go tip. I'm like, I'm just waving. I'm at the then Racy get to the point, if I come to the door when he's there, he can hold his head down like he doing something. Don't even look up. Like, <laughs> I know you see me, boy. <laughs> I'm finna knock on this window. <laughs> I'm like, why you wasn't looking? Mama, what did you want when I was trying to work? Oh, okay. I said, now you, I know you ain't embarrassed now. I will embarrass you. They growing up, they don't change. They don't want you. They don't want their friends like, seeing their mama hanging around the door of the schoolhouse. Whoever this is for. Pastor say go every day, go eat lunch, you go on home if you're going. They don't want you hanging around there because you're afraid that they're growing up. Okay, y'all looking at me in this tone of voice. So whatever it is that you're not willing to deal with, whatever change you're not willing to deal with, guess what? I will submit to you that could be that one thing that's keeping you from destiny and purpose. What is it? I just don't like going to Bible study. No, you just in a routine of going home and getting in the bed and on social media and watching TV. If you would embrace the change of I'm going to develop a new, new habit. And guess what? Habits become what? Who know what habits become as you become habits? Habits help us develop our goals. Habits become my, this is my new plan of action. Even today, I, I finished class, and I'm, I'm just sharing with you guys. I'm not going to be real long. Uh, I finished my regular school classes, and I have already set a standard for myself that I'm going to take it to the next level and not allow myself to go into a comfort zone of doing nothing during the day. So I set a goal that I would read at least one book a week, and I have several home classes that I'm taking webinars that I've already signed up that I start to take. And so what I did even today, I said, okay, I have a certain amount of time I'm going to do this, a certain amount of time. Matter of fact, I've read two books already since Wednesday, and I'm on my third one now. Well, no, I did three. Oh, I forgot I read a whole one yesterday. Three, three this, since Wednesday, and I started on a new one today. Okay, but I program in myself that this is my new routine. This is the changes that I've made to consistently do something at least one hour every day that will make me proficient in my profession. And come hell, high water, low water, this is what I'm going to do. Because the Bible says a man's skill and his work will do what? Y'all know what the words say? They'll stand before great men. Yes, they will. It, will. it will take you there. The Bible said that. Go look that up. It's in the word. So I made a consistent commitment to change for the better for my future. Now, you can decide how you're going to respond to change. Are you going to just respond? Are you going to react? What are you going to do with the changes that's coming your way? Because they're coming. 
Well, how do I break old habits and develop new habits of change? By just doing it. And flesh is going to rebel. It will resist. Flesh don't like change. I guess this is Christina Knight. I'll talk about her. Every year she wants to do things the exact same way when it comes to holidays. I've been trying to tell us to Christina. That's good that you like routines. It's good you like, you know, but it's not always going to be the exact same. I'm trying to get her ready. I'm like, it's not going to always be the exact same. It's good to have routines, but it's not good to be so stuck that the tradition of man is making the word of God and what God wants to do to no effect. Because, okay, you might be stuck in this routine and God is saying, no, don't do that today. And guess what? A lot of people are going to miss it because they're so used to doing whatever it was they were doing till they can't embrace the new change that God is trying to bring into their lives. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.